0: If you were able to have your 20, 21 year old mm-hmm. self in front of you now, just embarking on your teaching career, what advice would you give to yourself if you had that opportunity?
1: Mm, that's a good question. That's a great question. I would just say, uh, I would encourage. I'd say, you know, you, you've got this, you can do it. And don't worry about your inexperience because that's something that's fresh and beautiful that yeah. the experienced teachers don't have anymore. So as a team, our fresh and our experienced teachers, you know, come together and we give the kids the best education and yeah. it would be a word of encouragement mm. rather than advice I suppose.
0: Hey, Land! you may be wondering who this person actually is that's interviewing Emma in this video. Well, my name's Lee Melissiams and I'm the co founder and president of Praki. But what is Praki? Pracky, Pracky was an initiative that was created by beginning teachers for beginning teachers. We aim to support pre service and early career educators through best in class digital media and in person symposium events. Over the last two years, the response has been amazing. We continually connect with some of the best educators Australia and the world has to offer. We've also seen an amazing response to our in-person symposium events as more and more beginning teachers start connecting with the Pracky community. I hope you enjoy this video and this interview, at Land, but if you're interested in Praki, want to give us a go or to see what we're all about, head over to Praki.com. If you like what you see, why not join our community of real-world practical educators giving advice in the way that you like to communicate. If you chuck your email address up there, it'll be the best way to keep in contact with what we're up to. We can easily give you our latest blog posts, videos, articles, and let you know when we're going to be in town for our next symposium events. I hope to see you over there, but until then, let's get on with the interview. What's up, Prackies? It's Liam Elysiums here for another episode of Ask Cracky anything, and in this episode, we have a very special guest in the teacher tuba community. Mm-hmm. We're kind of melding worlds together on this episode. It's um, Jane, Emma Jane Kafupuls from Kafupul So, thank you so much for taking thank the time out to pleasure. meet with us today. It's so, we'll link to all your medium in the in the profile in yep. the, of this video, um, but for people that may not be familiar with your channel, um, can you just give the Prakkie viewers and the beginning teachers and the camera basically a little synopsis over who you are, your channel and maybe your experience in the education industry?
1: Sure can. So I run the channel Kefupa Land which is basically teacher wellness, teacher lifestyle, teacher tips. Um, I'm based in New South Wales, I have been teaching for over 20 years. I won't say exactly how long, um, <laughs> but when I started teaching, there was no internet. Internet, mm. it was just coming. So I did my degree without an internet. I did everything in the library, mm. um, and things have changed so much. And I think it's so exciting to have this medium of YouTube and Instagram and you know Twitter, all of the things, so that teachers can connect. It's not mm. so isolating anymore. Yeah, for sure. And we can create a real community, and that's what I love about being on YouTube is the community and you know I have people watching from all over the world yeah. and, and um putting comments on and asking me questions and I really value that, I think it's really precious.
0: So in your channel intro and, and a lot of your videos cover the ethos of supporting beginning teachers, in your video you said that um, the, basically the way that beginning teachers are going into and in the workforce that they're going into and the environments that they're in is becoming unsustainable Was the word that you used, why do you believe that is?
1: I worry, I don't know that it's unsustainable for everybody, but I worry that it's becoming unsustainable for many people. I see so many younger, newer teachers, not necessarily younger, but, you know, newer teachers coming in who are so excited and want to change the world and want to put their mark, Mm. um, their teacher mark on the world, and I think that's so valuable and precious, and I love that. I love mentoring um, newer teachers. Um, But I worry that in all of their energy, putting everything into this profession that they just lose who they are and they can't sustain it over a long period of time that really concerns me because we need fresh teachers we need new teachers we need teachers with experience as well to stay in the profession because we need that like patchwork quilt of everybody putting in their stuff so I do worry because of the amount of administrivia that we have to do now the pressures from the community from politicians from um, the school system itself The pressures that are on teachers are absolutely enormous and since I started teaching it's just, you know, more than doubled of course, it's just crazy and because it's a service industry as well, Mm. people come into it, it's a calling. People come Mm. into it with their heart, they want to help students and so that's something that's dangerous because you can give too much of yourself until there's nothing left.
0: One thing that I hear quite often through Pracky is that millennials are incapable of communicating and forming long-lasting relationships with mentors. So one thing I wanted to ask Emma in this interview was about that basically. No better way is that exemplified than through the teacher tuber communities and all these teachers creating online content. So I asked Emma if she could see the importance of online communication networks for beginning teachers and how that looks going into the future.
1: I think it's really exciting, actually. I think it's really important and very exciting. Um, Making sure, though, that you keep in your mind that Mm. you've got to tweak everything for your particular context. Not every school is the same. Not every, you know, we live in a big nation. Not every part of Australia is the same. Um, not every part of the world is the same. What they're doing in America, we simply, it wouldn't work Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, necessarily. So think about your own context. And even within your own school, what works with one class won't work with another class. What works with one student may not work with another student. So yeah, yeah just um, keep that in mind to, to really tweak to your context. Mm.
0: Your YouTube channel is getting more and more momentum every time I check it um, and you've covering so many different videos on so many different topics for beginning teachers. How did that process even begin? What On what day did you decide to start this YouTube journey?
1: Well, I'm actually, my YouTube channel is turning three. Oh,
0: Yeah, I just turned three the
1: other, the other day, yesterday I think, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's exciting, but I, I went into it as a six month experiment. Hmm. Because I was what I was just entering YouTube as a consumer, and I was watching a bit of lifestyle, you know, makeup type things, and I, can, I stumbled across some teaching content, and I thought I could do that. There's no reason why I couldn't do that. I've got a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, and I and I love I love getting Prackies. Yeah, that's one of my favourite things, and showing and watching them grow and develop, mm. and just helping them along that journey. So, I thought I could do that <clears throat> on this forum. And it's worked really well. <coughs> the topics are quite varied because I get varied questions, yeah. like you would know yeah. with your symposiums. Yeah, there are so many different questions. People are people are worried, or people mm. just are curious, or people want guidance. And so, mm. I feel like YouTube is a good way to way to connect with people in that way and mm. all over the world.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I often think that sometimes. Well, basically, Pracky started because I wish there was a Pracky out there for me when I was going through my degree, and I'm sure you feel the same and that sometimes you wish there was a football land when you were starting out um when you how was your beginning teacher kind of experiences and and did you have the support that you felt you needed
1: i did have support times were very different then Mm. of course um I I made sure that I did my pracs in both public schools and private schools and I think that's I did that intentionally. I think that's a good, because I was public school um, educated and I went to a private uni and I just wanted to have that broad experience and I think seeking out different opportunities while you're on your prac is really important as well. It was positive. It was really, really positive. I'm one of those weird people who wanted to be a teacher since I was 10 years old and I still love my job. Um, It's a difficult job, it's an important job, it's a challenging job, but I still love it every day. Mm. Every day that I'm standing in front of kids, I'm happy. (laughs) So um, it was, yeah, it was a very positive experience for me. Uh, When I first started teaching, those first couple of years, I was working on the Central Coast as a casual teacher. So I was doing day-to-day casual and I got a few blocks and I was horrified. (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked and horrified. I didn't know the kids were so poorly behaved. I didn't Mm. know that they were so disinterested in education. And I didn't know that um, they didn't really care about what I had to say, that was a big shock. I thought that I was coming in and I was the best thing and they were gonna really listen and take on board what I said. So my little 21 year old heart was a bit broken, (laughs) but I I just still loved it. So you you just soldier on and you do more and more every day. If
0: you were able to have your 20, 21-year-old self in front of you now just embarking on your teaching career, what advice would you give to yourself if you had that opportunity?
1: Mm, That's a good question. That's a great question. I would just say, uh, I would encourage. I'd say, you know, you've got this, you can do it. And don't worry about your inexperience because that's something that's fresh and beautiful that yeah. the experienced teachers don't have anymore. So as mm. a team, our fresh and our experienced teachers, you know, come together and we give the kids the best education. And yeah. it would be a word of encouragement mm. rather than advice, I suppose.
0: Now, Kofootball talks a lot about teacher well-being and it's something that comes up a lot during our Pracky symposiums. Obviously people are worried that in the growing stress of the profession, that beginning teachers will become anxious or overstrained with the demands. So I asked them about the importance of teacher wellbeing and what a beginning teacher could do to make sure that they don't burn out and become too stressed.
1: It's so important to me because of the attrition rate that we were chatting about earlier and burnout rates and Because it's a service industry people just giving everything of themselves to this job which can happen so easily I've yeah. seen myself going in that direction so many times over my career and I worry that young teachers too, new teachers being so Enthusiastic can accidentally give so much of themselves yeah. that there's, there's nothing left And so it's really important to have a support network around you at home as well as at school yeah. um, I'm, I'm lucky I have a very very supportive husband. I have a great family Um, and I know not everybody has that so you seek it out in other avenues outside of school Um, everybody has to have a hobby, you have to do Mm. something outside of school that is just you, you, because you can lose who you are in this profession as well because you're just giving all the time looking after your health is really important because it is a calling, teachers tend to they go in when they're sick because it is harder to stay home than it is Mm. to go to school because you've got to prepare all your lessons, you've got to ring in you've got to email in, you've got to you know create some kind of fancy lesson plan that somebody else can deliver because you're not there and you worry about the kids and um, all this crazy stuff goes on in your mind but you have to look after your health if you if you let your health your physical health and your emotional health slide you've got nothing left to give
0: yeah
1: and I always say I'm in this for both a good time and for a long time Mm. so I have to look after myself and that, that means putting yourself first sometimes yeah and um, I also have a sabbatical principle, so I take one 24-hour period off every single week without fail where I do no schoolwork. Oh, wow. And I just relax and do something fun and, yeah. you know, hang with my family. And I, I've always done that. And I think that sort of keeps you going, keeps you fresh.
0: Mm. You were talking, a lot of videos about yours is that you make, you ensure that teaching is fun and engaging. I know sometimes when beginning teachers are in the classroom, it feels like the whole world's crumbling in on them. I I'll share this with you on one of the forums that I'm with. Someone said that she's questioning being in the profession basically oh. because what happened was that this was the first semester that she's had her children, her students, and then assessments rolled around and she's a beginning teacher and they did really poorly on the assessment and that her principals basically now, questioning her pedagogy now um and she's that's which is leading to her questioning whether she's a a good teacher or not you talk about making classrooms fun and engaging but if someone's in a really tough period and they feel like maybe they're not cut out for it so to speak or that they feel like the whole world's crumbling in on them what steps do you think that they can do to kind of get out of that funk and maybe help themselves?
1: That's a really good question. Mm. It's very tough and it can happen so easily. Um, I think that you've got to focus on relationships with your students first and foremost. Mm. That's are why we're here. They, are, they can sometimes be the ones that tear us down and keep us going. Um, but she's got to do maybe some cognitive behavior therapy yeah. with herself too. I would suggest like think about the positive things, all of the things that she has achieved. Mm. Reach out for more support. If the principal is coming to her, then think of that as a positive, you know, use him or her as as a resource and say, look, come in, help me out, give me some ideas. Um, it's important to to have, getting back to that connection with students, is to have a sense of humour, lighten up, don't take yourself yeah. so seriously, have fun with the kids. They're, I love teenagers, they're awesome. They've got no mm. mask. They just say, whatever. <laughs> I tell you? You look fat, you look ugly, What's, <laughs> what have you done to your hair, miss? Your earring is back to front, I've had everything. And you just have to laugh with it and, and enjoy them and enjoy where you are, be present mm. where you are. And um, yes, I understand. I'm not trying to make light of the pressures that we have. And the judgment that we get, which I—that's—I think that's one of the things that, with the sustainability thing, I think that it's our job, and YouTube comes into this a little bit in educating the community of, about the pressures that teachers are under, and that we are human, and that um, we will make mistakes, and that that's yeah. okay. And we have yeah. to have a growth mindset about ourselves as well mm. as with the kids. So yeah, be kind yeah. to yourself.
0: Definitely.
1: Have fun. Enjoy the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, and look after your health. <laughs>
0: So Praki's audience are beginning teachers that may be feeling like they're going it out all alone and they're trying to find a support network and professional development that speaks to them. Because Football Lens obviously talking about fun and engagement, but if you had an opportunity to speak into the lens now and to our audience, what messages do you, would you like to impart on
1: them? Um, The teaching profession needs you, the the students need you. Um, What you bring to the profession is uniquely your personality, your style, your experience in life and um, come on board and join in. It's a really fun thing to do, it's a really, really important thing to do. Reach out, get the support that you need. and. you know, people tease us because of our holidays.
0: Yeah, yeah. We
1: really need those holidays. And when you become a parent, if you choose to later in life, it's such a great thing to have holidays yeah. with your kids, you know. Yeah. So you can really balance out, you know, you go hard for 10 weeks and then you ease off for two weeks, go hard for another 10 mm. weeks. So um, it, it is a good lifestyle, I think, being a teacher, even though it is very hard work.
0: Yeah. Now, this was a fantastic interview with Emma from Land, and She outlined some fantastic advice for beginning teachers. So, can I implore you to go down to the description below where I've listed out all the platforms where you can connect with Emma and Kufupuland. The one call to action is to go and check out her Instagram where she's got some fantastic bite-sized content and follow her on there. Well, that's all we have time for in this episode of Ask a <laughs>
1: Thank you. Reserving some time.
0: Like I said, we'll chuck links to Kifuku Land's medium down in the description below. Make sure you check her out and uh, we can start kind of melding the football Land and Cracky communities together. Awesome. Thank that's you. all we have time for today. We'll see you next time on Ask Kraki.